Today's scripture reading is from the first chapter of the book of Matthew, the 18th to the 25th verses. The reading is also in your bulletin. As he said, if you are able, please stand for the reading. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph, or yes, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. We will look at both Old and New Testament texts uh, that hopefully will weave and present a comprehensive view of Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus the Christ. And last week we looked at the ninth chapter of the book of Isaiah and looked at God's promise to his people who were on the cusp of being taken into slavery. And you recall that we said that while God's promises are sure, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. I, God is faithful. But just as the nation then, we may not see the full blossom of his faithfulness in this period of what we call life here on earth. And it's not just not just, uh, just presenting a pie in the sky uh, God is faithful, see, but we use, we use microwaves, we use secondhand sweeps on our watches to determine uh, God's reaction to our prayer. And I guarantee you, as you read the Old Testament, that the, the nation, the Jews, were praying. They were besieged. Yeah, they got themselves in a pickle just like we do. We, 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 we get ourselves in pickles, and they got themselves in a pickle. They were rebellious. They did, they did all types of damnable and things that they should not have done. Uh, but God remained faithful. And in the fullness of time, God did exactly what he said he was going to do. But Isaiah's contemporaries didn't live to see the promise fulfilled. And, you know, we went to the, the book of Hebrews to share that text. Um, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ, this is Matthew 1.18, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be child through the Holy Spirit. We won't deal in a lot of detail. This is not the time nor the setting to deal with a lot of detail, but, you know, what many, maybe some of you, even believing Christ, believing in, in salvation, believing in God. Uh, knowing that God reigns high and that his son is going to come again, you might scratch your head and it's like, you know, hmm, this, this, this Holy Spirit uh, impregnating a, a, a virgin girl, I don't know about that. You know, that, 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 that sounds like a stretch. 
Did you get past Genesis 1-1? Did you get past Genesis 1-1? If you can get past Genesis 1-1, everything else is a piece of cake. In the beginning, God ex nihilo, he spoke something into existence from nothing. Oh, you're okay with that? So there ought not be any problem, there ought not be any problem about the Holy Spirit coming upon a virgin and giving birth to our Savior. See, Jesus didn't begin with Mary. Jesus goes from everlasting to everlasting. But his time, his, he entered time and space through the womb of a virgin. That's, that's a mystery. See, you need to understand. See, and this is, this is, this is where uh, we tend to, to limit God. We, just because you can't think about it or imagine it or conceive it doesn't make it not so. Well, I just don't see how this can happen. See, there you go. You know, as, as Gail would say, when I said, I think, I think, she jokingly, I think jokingly, uh, she'll say, uh, she'll say you, now you remember, honey, thinking on your part is not part of our, our agreement here. You know, <laughs> that's, that's not for you to do. Your, your job is just to do and to love me. You know, don't think too hard about this. She's, she's teasing, right? <laughs> so just because we do it, we can't do it or can't imagine it, doesn't mean it can't happen. And indeed, this did happen. I mean, again, historically, there is, there is no question that, that if, if from, from secular sources, the existence of Jesus is just not, it's just, this is not in dispute. Now, folks argue about, well, you know, well, you know, she just had a mistake, and, you know, they tried to create this story, and, you know, da-da-da-da. But, but Jesus, the physical person, existed uh, some 2,000 years ago. Let me move on. The age of the bride is probably, the age of Mary is probably about 12 or 13, according to Jewish customs. So, why you even mention that? Because we look at teenagers now, and they're, they're, they're you know, obviously, the, the actuarial tables, if you will, they were, they were, they were different then than they are now. Uh, the maturity process and what have you, it's different then than it is now. But you need to understand, this wasn't, this wasn't a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old having a child. This was a, a preteen or at best a teen having a child. Now, Joseph was probably uh, of age. He was probably 18 or so. There was a little bit of time, a little, little bit of age difference in time. But we're talking about kids. And so his mother was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be child. They didn't live together. Uh, so because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had her in mind to divorce her quietly. So you might be asking if they were married, so to speak, or betrothed, what's the problem? See, the problem is they weren't intimate. See, what happens was, uh, would, would the ha what would happen would be is that the bride, the, the, the one that's committed to this man, would still be at the parent's home uh, until the man was in a position to, you know, hey, you know, I just, you know, I just don't have my finances together, you know, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't have my house set up, I, you know, and so, so there was a period of time, a, a cooling off period, if you will, it's just like, so you had a period of time, I'm committed to this person, for all intents and purposes, we're married, and that's why he's, it's like, well, if you weren't ever married, and it's like, so, so why are you doing, th uh, going through the divorce? Uh, because that's the only way you can break off this relationship, was through a writ of divorcement. 
is that, oh, wow, they take this betrothal thing seriously. Marriage is a covenant, I'm telling you. So you, so you need to understand, marriage is a covenant. It's, it's, it's like, well, it's just a piece of paper. Well, if you look at it it's that way, that's fine. But marriage is a covenant. What it is, it's, it's, you know, we used to make those pinky promises thing, you know, prick your finger, a little blood, and wobble it together. Uh, you know, see, it's, 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 it, was, it was times 5,000 for God, where there was this, 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 this sacrifice where it was split. Uh, it was it was killed and you would pass through the middle of it and and there's this mystery that we really don't understand but the covenantal aspect of that was was a big deal it was huge it was it was it's like wow this is till death do us part until one of us dies anyway you know (laughs) Uh, uh, so anyway so just to be sure be just to be clear here too it's like well we were thinking well you know joseph found his bride to be uh, that she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the Holy Spirit came upon you. Uh, probably more than likely he was aware because we already know, if we look synoptically at the other Gospels, the, the angel has already visited on her and told her, hey, what you've got going on here, you, obviously you know you didn't do anything, and the Holy Spirit has come upon you. He probably knew. I would like to believe, this is just Mark's uh, uh, conjecture, is that he probably didn't know how to handle this. Okay, okay, uh, 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 my bride-to-be is, is pregnant, I didn't do anything, and Nate's going to believe me. He's like, Pastor Meeks. <laughs> now, now, Pastor Meeks, now, now, come on now. It's like, come on now, that, that's, 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 that's not true. That, that, it, couldn't have, uh, it couldn't happen that way. It happened that way. It exactly happened that way. See, we need to understand, we need to understand the magnitude of God. Oh, well, well, you know, again, Genesis 1-1, we can handle, but, but it seems like there, there are these things in our lives that come in our life. Well, will God really do that? Will he really? Well, I've been praying for this. I haven't received an answer. Well, you just, you just keep praying. You just keep being consistent in your prayer. Whatever it is, that job, that spouse, that, that whatever, whatever. God is faithful. But after, verses 19 and 20, but after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. See, look at, look, look, look at that scripture, and you note that the angel's address to Joseph includes his name and his lineage. Why is that important? Well, it's like, hey, yeah, I need to remind you who you are. You are in that line of the promised Messiah that, 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 that it's going to go from Abraham through David to right about now. And you're it. What does that mean for me today? God knows who you are, and he also knows whose you are. Well, we may not be the son of David, but you're the, you're the son of Joseph. And you're the son of whoever your parents are. Uh, uh, see, see, some, you know, it's, 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 it's like, um, you know, you all seen The Lion King, and there's that scene where uh, uh, Simba has to be uh, uh, reminded by Rafiki, and uh, uh, he goes to the stream, and he sees an image of his father, and, the, and, and Mufasa says, remember who you are. Remember who you are. We need to be reminded of who we are and whose we are. Who are we? Who, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. That's all. You know, I'm, you know I, it's like, no, no, you're not. 
How could then the, 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 the psalmist write, I once was young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen his seed begging bread. Well, the Lord hasn't seen me. I've, I've had some tough times. I don't think anybody in here has gone hungry for any extended period of time. Now, there have been times, I'm sure, where the, there were more months than money. That I, that, that, but God is faithful. And we also have to recognize that, well, it's like, again, what I shared before with the, the nation. We think that the cantankerous or the problems that are coming, it's like, I haven't been doing anything. It's like God may be trying to move you to a place where he wants you to go. So I'm going to create some things in your life so that you will move from A to B. You will move from Ur to Canaan. You will move from Egypt back to Israel. You, I, I need to do those things to cause you to move to the place I want you to be wherever that is. That could be physically, but more than light, more, than, more often than not, it's spiritual. We may be at a point spiritually where it's very comfortable. What's wrong with this? There's everything's right with this. I, you know, I, I'm around people I like. You know, I like the job. I like this. And, it's like, and so why now all of a sudden the change? Why? Could be, could be that God is trying to move you from one place to another so that ultimately he will be glorified. God does that. God, God can do those things because he's God. We're not. Okay. Also note in this, this portion of scripture too, the angel didn't condemn Joseph for any lack of faith. He didn't say, ah, oh, now Joseph, you should have known better. Ah, oh, shame on you, buddy. No, 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 no. He say, see, your faith or lack of faith not that this is that, but even your lack of faith is not indicative necessarily for what God has in store for you. I can, I can so relate to the person that uh, uh, came to Christ uh, asking for healing on behalf of uh, his child. And Jesus asked him, he's like, do you believe? He said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I, I, I believe, but, but, but help my unbelief. I, I, believe, I truly believe, but there's an aspect of my spiritual walk that is not quite where I would like it to be. I, be, I, I believe. Help my unbelief. Help that people. You know, it's like, don't, don't fool yourself. I mean, a lot of times we think, it's like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm this, I'm that. And you're just dying inside. You're just dying inside. You're just, you're, you're really not, you're, 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 really, you're, you're, you're trying to convince yourself that you're something or some place that you're not. You're not, <laughs> you're not even fooling yourself. You got no chance with God. So you might as well just, 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 you know, just, just, you know, just pour yourself on uh, the mercy of the court. Pour yourself in the mercy of God. You know what, God? I got nothing. I got nothing. You know, you know me. I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, you need to use me and fill me in ways that I can't be used or filled on my own. So the angel goes on and says, verse 21, she will give birth to a son, and you're to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus, the Greek form of the word, Hebrew name Joshua, which means the Lord saves. See, the angel didn't, didn't make this up. But this was a reminder, as you remember, 
700 years previously of the promise God made to the nation. 700 years. 20 into 700 is a lot of generations. And you think about all the people that came and died looking for the promise, didn't see the promise, and now this, this young man who was just minding his own business, betrothed to this woman that he loves, and she's pregnant. I don't know how to handle it. And the angel said, this is going to be the Messiah. Just think, just, wow, that could never happen to me. It could happen to you, not the Messiah, but the magnitude of what God has in store for you. Oftentimes, we're not even in a position to receive the blessing because we're off doing something else. We're, we, we, you, if, 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 this is if, if I'm passing out coffee, uh, you can only capture so much if all you have are your hands for the coffee. That won't make for a very convenient cup. But if you have a cup, if you're prepared to receive the coffee, metaphorically speaking, that God has for you, then it's like, wow, I'm, I'm prepared. I have my cup. I'm ready. Fill it, Lord. So 700 years later, we'll deal, this, deal with this uh, in more detail uh, uh, on next week. Then Isaiah said, hear now, you house of David. It is not enough to try the patience of men. Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. God with us. Again, I can't emphasize enough the very fact that the promise was made to the nation in the midst of their disobedience and they weren't going to live to see the fulfillment of the promise. So what does that say for us? So, so I'm supposed to be uh, happy with uh, burnt, burnt toast and rotten eggs in life, huh? So is that, is, that, is, that, is that the lot in life? See, well, if that's your perspective, your perspective is wrong. See, Joseph didn't like to be locked up in prison when he was dealing with the, the, the fruits, if you will, of his brother's deceit. He didn't like that. And there's no reason to sit there and say, oh, well, that was a wonderful time. You know, look how jo Joseph, you know, they had Bible study going on there. You know, he had three squares. And, you know, we can't even imagine what kind of trauma and, and torment that he experienced when he was going through what he was going through. But on the other side, he was second in command of Egypt. He saw the blessing. He was able to connect the dots. Oh, now I see. Yes, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good. I was supposed to go here. I was supposed to be lied about here. This was supposed to happen here. This was supposed to happen here. It's funny how our hindsight gets really clear. We can, we can look back and say, oh, look at God, look at God. When you're going through it, you're saying, where is God, where is God? We're, we're, we're like that. We're like that. See, 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 but it's, it's, it's our faith. Okay, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. The Lord saves. Jesus, Joshua. The Lord saves. The Lord saves. I'm done. Even in that statement, it's, it's both a present reality and a future promise. That's why 2 Corinthians 2.15 says, For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved. We're saved and we're being saved. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. Lord, I believe. 
help my unbelief. I'm in the process. Maybe you guys are a little farther along than I am. You look better than I do. And that's, that's a low bar. But still, you look better than I do. And maybe you're a little further along. But even with our faith, even with our conviction, there is so much room and opportunity for us to grow in Christ. We have plenty of opportunity to grow. So, how are we going to grow? Stay focused on him. Stay in his presence. Again, I don't have to try and be Reuben's son. He's long gone. He went on to be with the Lord in 1994. I will always be Reuben's son. I grew up in his environment. I, grew, I, I, I know him. I can hear his voice in my mind right now. I've been in his presence. So now, as I grow older, not old, older, as I grow older, see, now I'm able to fulfill the Reubenness, if you will, that part of my life. How much more so for us in Christ? How much, as we spend time with him, as we are in his word, as I was sharing with someone the other day, there is no substitute for being in the word and being on our knees. No substitute. I wish there were shortcuts sometimes, you know. Take this pill, call me in the morning. Some spiritual pill. There is no spiritual pill. In the word and on your knees. Well, I've prayed. I've really prayed. I've poured my heart out. Keep praying. Well, I haven't got an answer. Keep praying. I still don't have an answer. Keep praying. And stay in the word. Look at those that have come before you that have blazed a trail. You swim in their wake. You don't have to create a new, new wake. You, you swim in their wake. See, look at that great cloud of witnesses that were before you that did those things that, that in some, didn't live to see the promise. Amen? Let's bow. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we praise you for, for who you are. You are indeed Emmanuel. You are with us. Father, we thank you for Jesus the Lord saves. We thank you for, for salvation, that uh, uh, it came and it still has present application. We love you. We thank you. We exalt you for what you are doing to and for us. Now, Father, in this spirit of thanksgiving, we thank you for this past Thursday and all the food and the family and the, and the fellowship that we had, and it was glorious, it was wonderful. Let us have that same spirit of thanksgiving for the other 51 weeks of the year. Just be thankful for who you are. Not for the turkey, but for you. Not for the cranberry sauce, but for you. Not even for the fellowship with our friends and family, but for you. We thank you, Father, and in the name of Jesus the Christ, we ask it all. Amen.